0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the NASCAR Vanilla Wafer Podcast. Get all your results, news, and rankings here from this channel. Now give it up for your host. Here he is, Vanilla Wafers. What's up, everybody? This is Vanilla Wafers coming at you here on April 5th, 2020. The third race of the Virtual Series is in the books, and I am pumped. Oh, I'm so pumped because my man, William Byron, dominated the heat race. He dominated the main event. He was the man to beat, and no one could beat him. So first victory. It has been years years since i've seen the number 24 in victory lane and now i finally get to see it once again Woo! this was a celebration to say the least we're not just going to talk about how my man kicked all your guys asses as well as um just me bragging about how great i am at my uh picks uh i i picked william byron i didn't say it in the last episode but um I, I kind of hinted at it when we were talking about the rankings and, you know, how I had kind of like a boner for him. But you know what? If you didn't listen to me, that's fine. That's fine. You're just wrong. But anyways, let's get into the final results here for this race at Bristol Motor Speedway, starting with the Saturday Night Thunder. All right, before we get into it, let me just ask Mississippi Pete something real quick. Mississippi Pete, how did you like the Saturday Night Thunder Race? The Saturday Night Thunder Race? You talked about it uh, last week's podcast, did you watch it? I didn't watch that crap. Are you kidding me? I heard you for one segment, I asked you just to watch the segment and you didn't do it? Uh, You know what, you're done, you're done, that's it. Mississippi Pete is dead. He is dead. I scare you, buddy? We'll be right back. All right, guys. Mississippi Pete is dead. He is never coming back again. I took him in the back alley, and I put him out of his misery. Old yeller style. He is done. Arrogant analyst, maybe next. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of a form of suicide. Uh, Jeff Dunham made that joke, but I can make the joke, too. (laughs) Let's move on into the results here. Luckily, I looked over this, and I can let you guys know how everything went out, starting with the E-NASCAR Saturday Night Thunder. It's a brand new series. It starts Saturday night... And it was a 150-lap race at Bristol Motor Speedway. This is where the lower divisions duke it out. And when I mean lower divisions, I'm talking about Xfinity, Craftsman Truck Series, Arca, k and Pro, and even lower series below that. And the guy who won the race, I've never even heard of him. Uh, Logan Seavey in the number 67 car wins the race after he passes Chase Cabri, another driver I've never heard of, with 13 laps to go. So I did a little research. It turns out Logan... CB is a World of Outlaws not NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series driver. He's mostly known for dirt track racing, and he's only one uh, ran one race in the Gander RV and Outdoor Truck Series, and it was the only dirt track on the schedule. So, pretty interesting on that one, and Chase Cabri is a driver in the K&N Pro Series, um, which is the basically the lowest division in NASCAR. But he finished in the second spot, and I'm going to go through the top 15. I'm not going to do all the way back to 24th. You'll see why in a minute, but uh, it, honestly, it would bore myself, too. So in the third spot, we had Alex LeBay in the number 90. He finished his third. He's from X-Fandy, Anthony Alfredo in the number 33 from The Trucks. Kyle Weatherman, he's a part time driver in the Cup Series. I guess he wasn't good enough to be in the main si- uh, series, so they threw him down here. He finishes fifth. Then he had Ty Majeski from the Trucks in the number 45 machine, finishing sixth. Seventh was the number seven of Justin Allgaier in the X Blake Coach in the number 57. Also, X finishes eighth. Joey Gase, he's a full time Cup driver, too. <laughs> Imagine being a Cup Series driver and you're not even welcome to the Invitational for Cup Series drivers. It makes you into a bum. Ooh, foreshadow into the future segment. Keep that in mind. Uh, and then rounding out the top 10 was the number 8 of Jeb Burton. He finished 10th. Then you had Justin Haley in the number 10 machine finished 11th from x Truck Series, Stuart Friesen in the number 52 finishes 12th. Then he had Landon Huffman. I've never heard of him before. He finishes 13th. Maya Snyder in the number 93 finishes 14th. And running out the top 15, four laps down, was the number 36 of Jesse Iwuji. After that, these drivers finished 10 laps down and beyond. Uh, Harrison Burton, who I picked to make it into the race at Texas. I don't know why I picked him. He finished last. He finished 119 laps down. 100 He only ran 31 laps. And he disconnected. He said I was he said he was done out of here. Goodbye. So long. And you know what? Goodbye so long. I'm never going to pick you again for anything else again. But that was basically what happened with the Saturday Night Thunders. Not too much to cover on. Congratulations to Logan Stevie. Uh, Never heard from you before. Maybe we'll hear from you again maybe in the future. Enjoy your spotlight here on eNASCAR. Now we move on to the main event, which was today at Sunday at 10 a.m., Oh my gosh, I can finally say it for the first time ever, William Byron wins the Cup Series event. I am so pumped about that. I sent out a video of me on Snapchat. I started drinking right after the race, and it was still in the morning. I don't care. Morning drinking, day drinking. This was a celebration for me. This was an absolute celebration. This is the high point of my life, is when William Byron, or that number 24 car, is in victory lane. Okay? I don't have much to celebrate over here. In quarantine times this is the biggest thing to happen but <laughs> joking aside uh william byron in the number 24 wins he led 116 out of the 150 laps in the main event he also led every single lap in his heat race to get the pole i mean obviously the guy to beat and he did it in dominating fashion but i'll take you through let's do the top 25. Let's do the top 25 for this one because most of them finished on the lead lap. So William Byron in the number 24. He wins your race. Finishing second was John Hunter Nemechek in the number 38 machine. Timmy Hill, last week's winner, finished his third in the number 66. Two weeks ago, Denny Hamlin in the number 4. He won the race at Homestead. He finished his fourth here at Bristol. Rounding out the top 5 was the number 21 of Matt DiBenedetto. In the number 37 machine, we got Ryan Priest finishing 6th. Parker Kligerman in the number 77, finishing 7th. Tyler Reddick, the rookie, finishes 8th in the number 31 machine. Then we had Garrett Smithley in the number 1, finishing 9th. And then rounding out the top 10 was the number 34, Ford of Michael McDowell. Finishing 11th was Clint Boyer in the number 14 machine. Then we had Christopher Bell in the number 95, finished 12th. Bobby Labonte in the number 19 machine, finishes 13th. Finishing 14th was Alex Bowman in the number 88. Finishing 15th was the number 3 of Austin Dillon. Finishing 16th was the number 6 of Ross Chastain. And then finishing 17th was number 22 of Joey Logano. And then finishing 18th was number 18 of Kyle Busch. Then 19th was Kurt Busch in the number 1. And then rounding up the top 20 was Landon Castle in the number 89. Then we had Jimmy Johnson in the number 48 finished 21st. Dale Earnhardt Jr., last car on the lead lap. Kind of surprising to me. He finished his 22nd. Chris Buescher, he led 30 laps in this race, but he finished 4 laps down in that number 17 machine, finishing 23rd. And then you had Brad Keselowski 9 laps down in the number 2, and then 25th was Ty Dillon in the number 25. After that, drivers either disconnected or got disqualified. I think the main thing to take out of this was simply that nobody could drive. No one could drive today at Bristol, except for William Byron, John Hunter, Niemicek, maybe three other drivers. Because in 150 laps, okay, I I want you to think about this. In 150 laps, where caution laps count and they usually take up five to seven laps, they had 12, 12 cautions for people spinning out or wrecking. Um, There was a caution on lap number one. Lab number one, it was Kyle Busch taking out Ryan Priest, and it took out, like, eight other drivers. It was ridiculous how many wrecks there were. But uh, some of these wrecks, there were retaliations. I mean, Kyle Larson and Daniel Suarez, they got into it at one point, and both of them got disqualified. That's a, That's actually kind of hilarious, because... Congratulations, Daniel Suarez. Again, nobody likes you. You can't share a Coke with anybody, according to arrogant analysts, because this is twice in a row you've been kicked out of this racing program. This is, this is actually hilarious at this point, but there's a lot more to go into this. Um, there were obviously some good drivers, and you can see by their positions, but there were some crappy drivers, and when I mean crappy drivers, I mean bums. Freaking bums. Absolute bums! in this entire day of racing. And that's what I'm gonna uh, start off with next. We're gonna be doing the freaking bum segment right here. There's no other song that fits this topic better than that one right there. Just absolute farts and crap the entire time. So let's get on to it. Let's introduce our first freaking bum. Let's give it up for Eric Jones. Yep, Eric Jones, I'm gonna focus on heat race one and the main event because this is actually quite a hilarious. So in the heat race, it's a 50 lap heat race. And then in the main event, it's 150 laps. Here's how many laps Eric Jones did in the in two races. He did 14 laps, he didn't even do one lap in the first heat race, there were 50 laps, he finished 51 laps down, F- 51, how do you finish 51 laps down when there's only 50 laps, and then he disconnected after 14 laps of the main event, he finished second to last, I, I mean, how, that's a bum. Our second bum of the race has to be Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Also in heat race number one as he got black flag for hitting the wall too hard. And he finished 27 laps down. Um, you, you get black flag for hitting the wall. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me just a moment. Ah! Sorry, I had to get that one out of the way real quick, but yeah, Ricky Stenhouse, he got black flagged for hitting the wall, so and everything that every other driver did, um, that's perfectly fine, they suffer from the damages, but Ricky Stenhouse Jr., no, 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 if you hit the wall, you get black flagged, that's that's pretty pitiful right there, um, I, I say that's a bad call from the officials, but since it's Ricky Stenhouse Jr., who I don't really like much to begin with, congratulations sir, you are a bum. <laughs> Moving on, our next freaking bum has to go to Clint Boyer in the number fourteen. Now I know what you're thinking. But vanilla wafers, vanilla wafers. He finished eleventh. First off, if you talk like that, uh, I hope you're getting bullied every single day. And second off, yes, he did finish 11th. He did good in the main event. He had a strategy, which was wait in the back until everyone wrecked. Uh, He straight up said that. But in heat race number six, uh, or excuse me, number two, I don't know where the hell I got six from, he wrecked six drivers in the heat race and he hit the wall 72 times. And he never got black flagged for it, so Ricky Stenhouse Jr, why, why don't you bring that one up? The The only thing I could say is, wrecking six drivers in a matter of ten laps, I think that straight up says that you're give a damn b- broke. Because other than that, besides the main event, you did alright, you did alright. But in the heat race, you were a bum. Another bum was Bubba Wallace in the number 43 machine, he was ranked in my top 10. In the first week, but after that, he's been going downhill, and now he's in freaking bum territory. Going to him, he finished last place, first of all. Last place, that's always a bum. And he spun Boyer on lap 11, and then Rage quit using both of his restarts at that point. And everyone was giving him grief, like, why did you quit? Why did you quit? I even thought the same thing, too. I thought it was. Pretty funny, but that's what not truly puts him in the freaking bum territory. It is his Twitter account that put him in the freaking bum territory. Because let me read this. I, hold on, hold on, I gotta, I gotta talk like probably the way he was talking. I'm dying at my mentions right now. I ruined so many people's day by quitting a video game. Blah a video game. Damn quarantine life is rough. Laughing face, laughing face, laughing face. Which is kind of a dickish thing to put. But his sponsor, who is Blue Emu, replied to him an hour later saying this. Good to know where you stand. Bye-bye, Bubba. We're interested in drivers, not quitters. Oh, 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 oh. Woo! oh my gosh, your own sponsor burned you. You gotta be feeling proud about that, especially for Richard Petty Motorsports, who is... Struggling financially you just cost them a sponsor. Oh, man For getting called out from your own sponsor on Twitter. You're a bum And our last bum that we're gonna be talking about is Daniel Suarez in the number 96 machine And the reason why he is a bum is because he got parked again for intentionally wrecking Larson during the caution laps now he is not all the blame here Kyle Larson did retaliate against him as well they've been they were fighting the entire race and Kyle Larson got disqualified too it wasn't just Daniel Suarez Kyle Larson did but what makes you a bum is you're the only driver that's been disqualified twice let alone twice in a row and you know you're making so many enemies right now and I think Arrogant Analyst is right. You are definitely the RC Cola uh, spokesperson right now because nobody wants you right now. I mean, you're causing accidents left and right, uh, making enemies, so, you know, getting parked again, getting disqualified. When you get disqualified one time, that's bad, but when you get disqualified twice in a row, you're a bum. Look. Now all these guys are bums, don't get me wrong, they are bums, but there can only be one true freaking bum of the week. We got some good nominees, that's for sure. Five of them, to be exact, and I think all of them deserve to be a freaking bum of the week. But there can only be one. Who is the ultimate bum of week number three at Bristol Motor Speedway? We have ourselves a winner. And the winner of the ultimate bum of this week goes to Carol Baskins for being a f***ing bitch. Thank you very much. That is the freaking bum of this week. And that will conclude this segment of the frickin' bum of NASCAR. And that will conclude today's episode as well. Guys, thank you so much for listening once again. I have a lot of fun doing this. This has been... Super fun to be able to share my thoughts and opinions on these races and for you guys to listen to them. So don't forget, there are races throughout this week starting from 7 p.m. Eastern. They're going to be doing some short track racing. Catch that on enascar.com slash short tracks. This has been the Vanilla Wafers podcast. You guys have a good week, and I will see you all in the next episode. Take care.